Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, September 17th, 2022, and this is day 1642 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and honor you, and I I just want to say thank you, Father. Thank you so much for your provisions, for keeping a watch over us, and for keeping us safe. I thank you, Lord, for equipping us with the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can go forth and do all that you called us to do and to do it with great accomplishments and to be successful uh, at all that you've given us to do. I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is United Even Through attacks. Uh Uh-huh. We are a united force of believers, even through attacks from the enemy. And let's learn how Jesus dealt with that and what he tells us to do and how he set such a great example for us. We're coming out of Luke chapter 11, verses 14 through 18. Luke 11, 14 through Actually, 14 through 28. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. He says, it says, Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute. When the demon left, the man who had been mute spoke and the crowd was amazed. But some of them said, by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, he is driving out demons. Others tested him by asking for a sign from heaven. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and a house divided against itself will fall. If Satan is divided against himself, how can his kingdom stand? I say this because you claim that I drive out demons by Beelzebub. Now, if I drive out Demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your followers drive them out? (laughs) So then they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. And Jesus is the kingdom of God. He was there in their presence. He had arrived and they still were trying to test him and um, dishonor him, but he stood firm against uh, these people that meant harm. And in verse 21, it says, when a strong man, or Jesus says, when a strong man fully armed guards his own house, his possessions are safe. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, he takes away the armor in which the man trusted and divides up his plunder. Whoever is not with me is against me, 
and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Um, so talking about between God and Satan, uh, God always wins. All right. So whoever we're either on one side or the other, either we're with God or we're against God. And that means if we're not with God, then we're following after Satan. Verse 24, when an impure, impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. And so we know that the, the person that was mute had an impure spirit, a demon, and it was cast out. And, and so just think about it. Uh, even today, many people, we may say, wow, there's something wrong with them. When in all actuality, yeah, there is, but those are demons working through the person. And here is what happens when demons are cast out. If we're not careful, he says, let me start back at 24. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places, seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. And a house is the temple of God, which is us. Okay. Human beings, people. When it arrives, it finds the house swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and takes seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. So let me just make it clear. When he's talking about a house, he's talking about our physical bodies here, not necessarily believers. If you're a believer, you're not able to be possessed by Satan. You can be oppressed by Satan, but not possessed. Because if Jesus lives in you, Satan certainly can't or demons cannot. But if you turn away from Christ and disown the Lord, then you allow uh, an empty vessel uh, for the enemy, Satan, his demons, to come in and reside there. Verse 27, as Jesus was saying these things, a woman in the crowd called out, blessed is the mother who gave birth and nursed you. He replied, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. So back in those days, family was extremely important and where you came from. Um, so he was saying, uh, and let me read it out of, out of my commentary, it says, Jesus was speaking to people who put extremely high value on family ties. This, Their genealogies were important guarantees that they were part of God's chosen people. A man's value came from his ancestors, and a woman's value came from her sons she bore. Jesus's response to the woman meant that a person's obedience to God is more important than his or her place on a family, on the family tree. Isn't that powerful? So it's no longer based upon what your family does or how well your family has done or worse they have done. It is based solely on our obedience to God. Nothing to do with how anyone else did but you. So point number one, <laughs> whenever my little dog Blaze, uh, he's a poodle, 
hears any little unusual sound, he starts barking and, and our big dog, Dino, the boxer, gets up and goes with Blaze to check things out. <laughs> and it could be a leaf that blew in the wind or, or someone dropping off a package at the door. No matter how significant or insignificant it is to me and my husband, Dino and Blaze are a united front on one accord <laughs> when it comes to what they're hearing and how they rush to go see what is going on. Jesus is teaching us this very thing. Be united in obedience to God, doing his will, building the kingdom of God. Also, uh, know uh, and uh and understand that you will receive great opposition from our enemy, Satan. When you obey the Lord, it's just going to happen because you're no longer on his side. <laughs> Once upon a time, we were all uh, sinners and on our way to hell and doing the will of Satan until Jesus came on the scene and God made it all happen by allowing his only begotten son to die on that cross so that we could be reconciled back to him if we choose to. And when we choose to do that, in obedience to God and accepting his gift, which is his son, which is salvation, then we will spend eternity with the Lord. Just as Jesus encountered uh, the enemy when he drove out a mute demon, you had those accusing him of being Satan and others testing him by asking for a sign from heaven. Is if the miraculous healing of the man who could not speak was not enough? Their motives were evil. And you will encounter people like that every single day. So don't be surprised. Just know that your obedience to God is very important and will get you through. So your obedience would be to trust God, to have faith in him, to work things out for you. Even when someone that you love, that you could not have imagined would be coming at you in the way that they are, pray and ask God to help that person as well and to help you to continue on doing his will, no matter what fiery darts are being thrown through that person that the enemy is using. Point number two, as followers of Jesus Christ, we too will encounter such attacks. The goal is staying united with the Lord. Take a look at how Jesus handled his attackers. Number one, he turned their accusations against them. Jesus first dismissed their claim as absurd. <laughs> Basically, he's saying, why would the devil drive out his own demons? <laughs> he wants them there. I mean, they sounded very, very dumb by saying something like that. Very foolish. And he let them know. <laughs> Second, then he asked them, by whom do you, do your followers drive them out? He allowed them to see how stupid and foolish they were. And three, finally, he concluded that his work of driving out demons proves that the kingdom of God has arrived. So he showed them by his actions that Jesus is on the scene 
And when we show by our actions, which is the love of God, uh, you know, unconditional love, showing that to others, even to those who come against us, when we do that, we are glorifying God and showing them that the kingdom of God is here. So we must not fall into the foolish uh, uh, tricks of being uh, wishy-washy or uh, one minute and we're united with Jesus Christ on the next minute. So, you know, going to and fro, just back and forth. One minute we're for the Lord when things are going good. And then the next minute we're, we're not so for him because things aren't going the way we want them to go. Um, we set ourselves up for allowing more demons into our lives uh, when we do that. If we uh, are not serving the Lord and turning against God, as I said before, and now going using our own tactics and tactics and our own ways and not allowing the Lord to lead our life, then we make room for the enemy to come in and have his way. The key is to obey the Lord at all cost and you will be blessed. Glory be to God. You know, there are a few things that have been happening to me and uh, one of them that really stands out is this mission that God has given me with working with our youth and families and teaching our youth. Uh, workforce skills, life skills, I tell you all the time about this, but I have been encountering a lot of attacks as it pertains to funding to keep the mission, the business going. And it's been different the first year it was just smooth. <laughs> we were blessed with a $133,000 grant to carry us out through the whole year. And then uh, I had been applying for other grants and and I was blessed to have uh, my old job be my um, fiscal agent, which was almost like a co-signer because once you start a nonprofit, if you've not been in business for at least a year or two, a lot of grantors don't want to grant you funding uh, unless they you have someone else with you who's been doing it for a, a while. And so after that first year of them being my fiscal agent, I decided I didn't want to do that again. It is a lot involved and it and it can be a lot of pressure on them as well. And I did not want to put anyone else through that. And it's a lot of extra work uh, on top of... Um, doing your regular grant stuff, paperwork. And so uh, God blessed. He opened doors, but there were many attacks <clears throat> in the midst of it. And one was with the grantor that did, a, that did <clears throat> excuse me, that did uh, fund us that first year. They said, oh yeah, I'll come back the next year and you'll be ready, blah, blah, blah. And I did. And uh, each time they came at me with, nope, this isn't going to work. Uh, you are going to need a fiscal agent. Then I, that, and that was last, yeah, that was earlier this year. And I went and talked to my old company. They said, yeah, we'll do it, Jackie. Yeah, we'll be your fiscal agent again. Went and did the paperwork, submitted that in with the 
It took several hours to do that grant paperwork and submitted it. And then they said, oh, no, they can't be your fiscal agent. No, you can't do that. You've you've not uh, been in business yet two years. And I said, well, I know that. That's why I got the fiscal agent. You told me I could do it again that way. They said, oh, oh no, that we looked this up and you can't do it that way. Even though they had told me I could and and I did all the paperwork submitted and it was just heartbreaking. Not so much that I didn't, wasn't able to get the grant, but just all that they had put me through and I'm not even sharing every bit of it. It was grueling. But I'm going to tell you something, that God sent many people like yourselves that created this united front saying, we're going to help, we're going to donate. You know, we're going to help you people that I didn't even know that just came from nowhere. We're going to help you. We're going to, because we like this cause. We we like that our youth are, are being empowered and, and um equipped with tools to be successful in life and to keep them safe. That's really what it boils down to. And the enemy is after our youth when we look at it from the spiritual realm. And so I had been trying to get with another grantor for a while, and it's very hard to <clears throat> to get in with this group. And they're well known in Kansas City. And um, anyway, uh, the Kaufman Foundation and the Lord had me write a letter uh, and to them, and I did. And he blessed above and beyond what I could have ever imagined. Uh, they reached out to me uh, after receiving the letter, had a conversation with me, walked me through the process, said that what I'm doing is something that they believe in as well. And they are now supporting us. And different ones have said, if you have them supporting you, it makes it a lot easier when you're applying for other grants. I look at it as this. When we have God supporting us and we're doing his will, he will use whomever he pleases. And I am so grateful. I just saw the letter before I started this morning, the email from them. And I am extremely grateful, especially because it gives us what we need to carry on to serve our youth and our family. So I'm looking forward to getting started and working in the schools a little bit more, teaching what we're doing and getting our Saturday sessions started. So the the enemy is not going to win. He cannot win. We have to continue to persevere no matter what, no matter what the fiery darts or the the big bombs that are being thrown in the spiritual realm against us, we must continue to be a united front with the Lord and with other believers and doing what God has called us to do. You see, that didn't stop Jesus from doing what he came here to do when the enemies attacked him over and over again. We're going to get a lot of no's. But the yes is coming. And so we must continue to press on no matter what. And this is another example of how God continues uh, to meet our needs. And and another one, another gentleman I met with and I said, well, we're going to need enough money for payroll just to get through because, you know, uh, and I'm the one on payroll with the company right now. And, 
and did not know where my next paycheck was going to come from. And there was the check that came in the mail from the one gentleman that said, you know, with his organization and because uh, he had said, what do you need? And and I just thank God for that. God is showing me he's doing things different. It's not going to be in the way we're used to. So the same for you. Continue to press on. And if it doesn't come through in the way you expect it to, look out the back door because it's coming and it's coming from a different angle and God has got you covered. So don't stop doing what he's called you to do. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B, like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And uh, also please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org and continuing to support this great endeavor with our youth and with our families. And I cannot thank you enough for all that you've done and all that you continue to do. It is a blessing to me and so many others. So thank you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.